You are listening to the City Stories Podcast. My name is Luke Byford. I'm the Deacon for Storytelling here at the City Church. And with me today is Kelsey Phillips. And Kelsey has sat down with uh, some women from the City Church and has uh, done a series of, of podcasts that uh, we're going to start with today with, uh, with her first interview with, with Tiffany. Uh, Kelsey, tell us a little bit about, about what, uh, what these, these next three episodes are about. Yeah, so in, in our team as the leaders in, of the women this year, we wanted, to, um, we wanted to have a theme and a focus for what our events and what our, um, just our focus was going to be. And so we um, chose as a group that we wanted to focus on abounding in hope and f- what finding our hope in the Lord looks like. And that comes from um, the verse in Romans fifteen thirteen. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. So that is our prayer for the women of the City Church, that um, we will be able to come together and be known as women who find their hope in the Lord. doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm lovely. Um, so I wanted to start off just by asking, um, are you a hopeful person? Do you consider yourself hopeful? Yes, I, I consider myself a hopeful person. Um, but not because there aren't things that go on in my life that can bring me to despair. Hmm. Um, but because of the Lord, um, I both hope for things because God promises us, um, that he will care for us and that he is our daily bread. And then I also have hope um, because my hope is in Jesus and the day that all things will be made new. So what has the Lord taught you about hope in the past? And how do you see God teaching you about hope right now as well? So um, I lived a pretty, um, let's just say colorful life before Jesus. Um, I was in a lot of situations that were not good, um, effects of a lot of sin. I made bad choices. I found myself in um, just not good circumstances often. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I became a follower of Jesus, I it, for me, it really was um, walking out of darkness and stepping into mm-hmm. new life. Um, I had thought that living a life with Jesus was going to be free of all of those things, um, from my past. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not what God promises us. Um, and so early in my marriage, I found out that, um, he didn't promise me a perfect marriage and Mm -hmm. we've struggled through, um, some things and there has been disappointment. I've been disappointed in, in my marriage and in my husband. Mm. Um, and then also, um, one of any parent's worst nightmares came true for us. Um, Mm. Some things happened to some of our kids and I'll never forget the day that I was standing, barely standing. My, my knees were buckled and Mm. um, I was just in tears and I could barely breathe. And I remember the Lord asking me in that very moment um, if I was still going to trust him and to follow him. Mm. And um, I chose to, and that's when the Lord really, 
taught me about hope, that hope is not in our circumstances. It is not in the things going on around us. It is in him and in him alone. And no matter what sorrow or trial or hardship or disappointment or um, Mm -hmm. disappointment in our kids or in our spouse or sickness or disease or illness or brokenness, um, the Lord never changes. He is always who he says he is. And I am who he says I am, and that will also never change. My identity won't change based on the things that happen to me or the circumstances around me, Um, but I am who Christ says I am all the time. And so if our hope is in our circumstances, it's going to fail us. Mm -hmm. Um, But if our hope is in Jesus, then no matter what happens to us, um, we have something to hope in and to look forward to. And, and, and that thing is, um, that, that Jesus came not to save us from these circumstances in our lives, but to save us from sin altogether and from Mm -hmm. ourselves and into eternity with him. In Romans five, Paul talks about how, um, endurance produces character and character produces hope. And, um, you know, as, as we're thinking about how we can live lives that, abound in hope how um how have you seen that um, situation play out in your life um god has definitely used suffering in my life to produce endurance and character and Mm -hmm. hope um First and foremost, because it points me to him, there is nothing that can get me through these things other than Jesus, other than his promises, other than truth, other than hope in him and hope for the day that all of these things will be washed away. There will be no more tears, um, no more trials, no more suffering, no more fear. Um, I really also cling to the verse that says that um, all of these sufferings are... um, they're temporary and they compare nothing to the eternal glory that's ahead. Um, so as I fill myself with the truth and pursue Jesus more, um, through these trials and through suffering in life, um, I really, what's happening is that he's making me to be more like him, Mm -hmm. um, giving me the fruits of the spirit, um, because I'm pursuing him. I don't think that without suffering in my life, I have flesh and without suffering, I might not cling to Jesus as much as I have. And I Mm -hmm. might not um, know the things that I know now about him um, and about his goodness. Um, So I'm thankful for suffering um, Mm -hmm. because it has brought me to him. And through that, I seek to be more like him. Um, And he is the one who gives me the fruits of his spirit and um, fills me with more hope. Yeah. Um, So has, has God used other people during your times of suffering or even during their times of suffering to encourage you to find hope in him? Definitely. Um, I have friends that, you know, um, walked with us during this time and, um, Sometimes it's hard to know what to say to people when, mm-hmm. when things like this happen, um, when someone's going through something that's, that's really significant. Um, it's hard to know what to say. Um, sometimes just a listening ear is good. Um, but I will say that even if it feels trivial um, or even if it, it doesn't always feel genuine because you feel like you're just raising your hand and saying, Jesus, mm-hmm. um, 
the Jesus answer is the best answer because it's the truthful answer. It's the answer that points us back to God. And sometimes it's the answer that's hard to hear mm. in the moment, but it's the answer that will resonate with our deepest parts of our heart and, and our spirit. And um, it's they're the right answers. And so um, a lot of times it's, it's older women who just mm. know the scriptures and they know Jesus so well that they... Um, through words of truth, through the words of the Lord, um, can fill me and others um, with what's right and true and with hope. Um, And so I hopefully do the same, hope to do the same. I try to do the same. I think that when people are going through things, um, the best way that we can encourage them is to first Um, pray for ourselves, pray for a steadfastness to be spending time with the Lord and to be in the word um, so that we ourselves know what is true and right and good um, so that we can then um, speak that over others when they need it. Mm -hmm. So would that be what your advice is to women in the church who are looking to find hope? Yes, definitely. Um, To pursue Jesus. Um, we can easily get off track and pursue other things in life. Um, our marriages, our husbands, our children, our careers, um, good works, doing things for others that are good and right. Um, but we can't, we can't put our hope in those things because those Mm. things, um, can and will fail us. Um, so pursue Jesus first and foremost, let all of those other things be an outflow of your relationship with Christ. Let all of those others things be obedience to what we read in the word. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm.